Last time on Improv Tabletop. In the middle of an ABBA concert, a fight had broken out, and James Bond had turned your perfect woman robot against you in an act of, you know, just being James Bond. That's that's what he does. And he managed to escape from the ABBA concert while you had to fight Dr. Betty Botti, ultimately ending in her demise, but with a final word of encouragement that she believes that you can kill James Bond. So you went back up to the blimp, uh, did some planning. You got some information from uh, Dr. Botti's SD cards, and you discovered that James Bond was part of a plot by the British government to cause a global financial crisis somehow involving an oil rig. The details are hazy, but that's how it is with like all Bond villain plots, if I'm being <laughs> honest. So you followed him for a little bit in the blimp before you saw him turn his Aston Martin down a ski slope towards the oil rig, and you got into a car chase with James Bond following in the bobblehead Buick and the Manhattan Mercedes-Benz and Jaws on his Jaws. <laughs> there were explosions, there were fireballs, there were missiles, there was all kinds of crazy stuff before eventually, with a little bit of help from his friends, he got by with a little help from his friends, Jaws <laughs> leaped onto the Aston Martin as it was about to take off into the air, clamped onto it with his teeth, and managed to prevent James Bond from escaping uh, partially, James Bond used the ejector seat on the Aston Martin to go flying off into the air, and we left off with the Aston Martin plummeting back towards the ground. What's going to happen in our thrilling conclusion? Let's find out in the world of Bond Must Die. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Connor Wood, guy who's gonna put Bond in the recycling bin. Evan Peterson, today I will have my revenge. Justin Porter, a.k.a. JPF, no Bond, I expect you to die. Another quote for the fans out there, if they can figure out which James Bond movie that's from. I that that was Goldfinger. That was Hello. it. That was it. Nice. Oh yeah. Sorry, audience. Ned Ned gets the point. Ned Ned got that one. <laughs> uh, I guess the most pressing matter at hand is Jaws. You are attached to a card that is plummeting towards the Earth. What would you like to do? Oh boy. Um, car plummeting to the Earth. I'm in a little jetpack not too far behind you. I can catch you with my strong arms. Is your jetpack strong enough? Probably not, but we can try. I'll. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll let go and try and <laughs> aim for Dr. Manhattan. Don't worry, Jaws. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I think let's have Dr. Manhattan roll to overcome with forceful to try and catch Jaws. <laughs> I'm much stronger than I look. In a relative sense, we got a negative two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, so yeah, a little bit of plummeting is going to happen here. A little bit of <laughs> snowballing, like you land on the ski slope and you start rolling and the snow starts packing up around both of you ah, as you start uh, rolling faster and faster until finally you slam into the wall of the oil rig. And oh wait, I keep saying it's an offshore oil rig, don't I? You slam into uh, an ad for Coca-Cola <laughs> product placement. Cool. We have to pay for these movies somehow. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was, uh, I noticed it most egregiously when I was watching Moonraker, <laughs> just like product placement after product placement. In any case, yeah, you go smashing through a Coca-Cola sign and eventually you manage to come to a standstill on the other side, but you're both going to take one stress from that. Fair. So taking stock of how our heroes, our villains rather, are looking here, Dr. Manhattan and Jaws have both taken three out of six stress, but have no consequences. 
Dr. Bobblehead, clean as a daisy. Yeah. Yep. That's a saying. <laughs> this orange does not bruise. <laughs> and James Bond has taken two stress and has the two stress consequence deaf in one ear. So you kind of gain your bearings and you see James Bond sprinting, sprinting. He's, he's doing a Tom Cruise sprint uh, <laughs> down the causeway towards the oil rig. Ah, I can't run that fast without falling over. That's because your head is big. My head um, is too big. Does anyone have marbles? Have you lost your marbles? Do I have marbles? Marbles. You can't walk on these things. You can't even stand. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's my actual favorite Bond move. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I am going to push the big red button and the Zeppelin <laughs> is going to drop like a ton of marbles. All right. Like a literal ton, 2,000 pounds? Probably, yeah. I'd say close to 2,000 pounds of marbles. All right, roll to overcome with flashy, I suppose. Drop yeah! the marbles from the blimp. I think we're all about to get crushed to death by marbles. And I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking to myself, all those weapons we had to leave behind because we were, our thing was too heavy and it was because we had a two-ton marbles? Yeah, I just got, <laughs> I just got my best roll of the campaign with a seven Ooh. for marbles. <laughs> so you, you like aim this so precisely, like it opens the hatch on the bottom and they fall just onto the causeway, like exactly where Bond is. The Zeppelin is following at exactly his speed. The marbles are hitting just barely in front of him, and he's going to roll to try and not slip and die. That's only a plus three. Oh! So you see Bond begins slipping and sliding. It's like you're watching a Three Stooges movie at this point. <laughs> he goes straight from Tom Cruise to Curly Joe, and he's just Whoa, just slipping and sliding. He can't maintain his traction. Why I oughta? And he gets right to the end. You can see that, like at the end of this causeway, is a shaft going downwards. There's like a ladder there and whatnot. And he goes sliding right off the edge of the chute. And he right he like reaches out to try and grab the ladder, but he isn't fast enough. And he just falls straight down. And after like four seconds, you hear a thudding noise reverberating through this chute, followed by a very pained groan as James Bond uh, takes the four-stress consequence broken ankle. <laughs> yes! My marbles! They never fail! That will improve our chances to catch him. We won't be able to run away. And we know he's allergic to marbles. <laughs> so, yeah, he has two consequences that you can invoke against him. Deaf in one ear and broken ankle. Okay. All right. That worked. <laughs> Quick, get in the Buick. Okay. And I just start driving towards the Bond. All right. And I mean, this thing, it's a Buick. You don't have to worry about the insurance on this. It, it's its a tank. Yeah. Uh, you start driving across the causeway and all the marbles have like scattered off into the sea at this point. <laughs> and you get to the chute at the end, like skid to a stop and you peer down into the chute and you can see Bond is just picking himself up, looks up at you, flips you the bird with both hands. Hey! And, well, no, he's British. He gives you the forks with both hands <laughs> and he looks, he sees that there are a few different, like he's at a T intersection. There are four different ways that he can go. Which way does he go? He goes north. Oh, jeez, I hate north. That is the four directions. That is the worst one. After him! All right. Come on, boy. 
boys. Um, is this is this something we could drive in, or do we need to get out on foot? Uh, you can try and drive the Buick down the chute if you want to. I don't know. I don't trust it. Come on, drive drive the Buick down the chute. Come on, you'll <laughs> be fine. I mean, uh, I actually have good insurance because I got this State Farm. I cannot <laughs> stress how bad my insurance is. So, um, I guess let's go get yeah, some. Yeah, just just drive into the hole. Just drive into the hole. It'll be fine. Drive into the hole. <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, cool. It worked. <laughs> okay. So yeah, roll, roll to overcome with uh, <laughs> careful probably to see if you avoid crashing your car at the bottom of the chute. Oh gosh. Plus two. Plus two, uh, surprisingly good. Yeah, uh, you get a fender bender on the way down. That unfortunately is going to make your insurance agent a little bit unhappy. <laughs> like, Nine, it'll butt right out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, die in a conflagration at the bottom. That's good. That's, that's <laughs> we got that going for us. It's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you get out of the Buick and you look around and you can see that uh, you're in a maze-like complex underneath the oil rig and you hear a voice that seems to emanate towards you, not just from the north, but also echoes in from all the other directions as well. So you think you can take over my plot and claim all the victory and the glory for yourselves? Well, this glory is going to the queen. Wait, the queen, this glory is going to the king. <laughs> no! I retort smartly. Yeah. <laughs> no. -uh. I'm just like, ah, zing. <laughs> Counterpoint, no. <laughs> We're really not big on talking for Bond. Usually <laughs> Bond villains monologue too much. Fine, I'll monologue. You think you've won Bond? No. -uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then underneath the screen just says, for your consideration, best actor. <laughs> best supporting actor. Cutterwood, Dr. Man. <laughs> yeah. Of the guy whose aspect is, now hear my tragic backstory. <laughs> no. -uh. Do you remember Bond? We were both at Whole Foods. We were at the self-checkout, and you skipped me in line. Well... I'll kill you for that. <laughs> I had somewhere to be, and I didn't feel very good. I'll kill you, Bond. <laughs> you can't just cut people. Oh my gosh. Ah, the inspiration that is just radiating off your face. I need to sit down for a minute. <laughs> and as you sit down, you hear the voice right behind you. It says, oh, I can't just cut people, can I? We'll try this. And you hear a dagger being unsheathed behind you. Uh, he's going to try and attack you. How do you want to defend against James Bond? Oh no, my one weakness, a dagger. <laughs> my one weakness, getting stabbed. <laughs> Blood loss, no, I hate that. I am, I'm gonna throw a piranha at him. <laughs> Pocket piranha, go! <laughs> so uh, you're avoiding, you're resisting the attack with another attack. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Roll to attack with flashy, I think. <laughs> like, whenever you make an attack that has the word pocket in front of it, I feel like that's flashy. Pocket sand, pocket bacon, whatever the case may yeah! be. Yeah! I got a five. A five <laughs> against his four. <laughs> so he goes to stab you, and before he can get to you, a piranha <laughs> comes out and bites one of his fingers off that's holding the knife. And uh, he curses in Scottish and tries to disappear back into the shadows. But we have begun the combat at this point. He takes one stress. And I think we're going to pass the turn over to Dr. Manhattan. You're right there. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to use my big red button to activate exploding piranha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and have the piranha nearest him burst. Okay, go. I got a 
four. A four? I All mean, right. assuming flashy. I'm assuming yeah. he does explosion. Exploding piranha. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, he's going to try and defend. He's forceful. Try and shake that thing off his hand. He only got a three. Yes! Ah, nice! So the piranha explodes, and he takes <laughs> one more stress as, like, half the fingers on his hand. He's he's basically Ethan Winters with this hand now. Just half of his <laughs> fingers are gone. Yeah, he's gonna tape him back on. Okay, uh, Dr. Bobblehead. No, not Dr. Manhattan. Too many doctors. <laughs> uh, Dr. Manhattan, who do you want to go next? I will we'll pass it off to the next doctor. Get him, Bobblehead. All right. The second doctor. <laughs> We're taking off things from his body to make him less effective. I go and I get the uh, my monocle and I shoot just like an inverse uh, mohawk on his hair. <laughs> yeah, oh, take his hair. Make him look bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll to overcome with clever. You're using your fancy technology. All right. Uh, and that is a plus four. We got a plus five from Bond. Ah, not the hair. Um, hold up. Hold up. I'm going to use a fate point, and it's going to be top heavy. My head falls backwards, and I, like, dodge him a little bit, and I just, like, you know... <laughs> I'm running, and, you know, I'm top-heavy, so my head just kind of, like, leans back, and I just kind of go up, and I aim at a different direction, so when he's trying to dodge it, he actually dodges into the laser. Ah, so success by accident. Yes. All right. So he's like, not the hair, and he leaps to the side just at exactly the wrong moment, and you manage to uh, shave him completely bald. Ha! It takes one stress. No, because I I, I want I don't want him bald. I just want the inverse mohawk because uh, bald people can look great. I'm looking at you, Evan. There we go. The inverse mohawk is not the good. The inverse mohawk is not good. Anybody who has seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs can corroborate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you shaved him all the way bald, he'd probably just like turn into Jason Statham. Right. Yeah. That would be bad. Yeah, yeah. He's, he'd somehow turn it around. There's no way you'd defeat him at that point. <laughs> oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> all right. Uh, Dr. Bobblehead, who do you want to? Well, I guess. Uh, Jaws is the only one who hasn't gone yet in this round. Yep. Yes, I pass it to Jaws. Well, based on what happened to the woman I love, I'm going to march at James Bond and grab his head and squeeze it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds pretty forceful to me. Juicy. He's going to try and uh, dodge out of the way before you can grab him. Plus six. Oh. <laughs> he got a plus five. Oh. Dang. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, he's getting pretty... He only has one stress left he can take and a sixth level consequence before he is donezo. He's going to spend a fate point, and he's going to invoke... Osha is my true nemesis. <laughs> and as you like run towards him, he's going to grab a sparking cable that is kind of off to the side and hold it out towards your teeth. Oh gosh. And suddenly flashbacks. Oh, the time we were on the train and he shocked me in the teeth. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so that brings him up to seven. Oh, sheesh. I have no fate points, so. Uh, I have fate points. Can I help at all? Uh, if you give up your action in the upcoming exchange, then uh, you could give him plus one to this roll, which would tie it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Uh, real quick, fate points recharge every session, by the way. Oh, cool. So I'm back to three. Great. Well, then, uh, then I do have fate points. Um, in which case, I'm going to use a fate point to invoke slappers only, since I'm just using my hands. <laughs> and I'll add two to mine. All right, so we're at eight against seven. Uh, he's desperate. I mean, he's he's on his last legs here. 
Uh, see, like you slap the cable to the side, and he's going to defy physics when it's narratively cool. He's going to spend yeah. another fate point. Plot armor. You slap the cable out of his hand, and he lets go of it, and you like are advancing on, but you see he's smirking. Wait, why is he smirking? It's because you slapped the cable in just the right way that it spins around, and now it's coming back towards you from like the other side where you're not expecting it from. He's got a nine against your eight. Oh my gosh, take him down. That's all right, I'll take it. Okay, you take one stress as the cable hits you right in the teeth and he uh, gets like he's going to try and run away from you. Uh, we're at the top of a new exchange. Who would you like to go first? Uh, we'll let him go first. Okay, yeah. He, uh, he runs. He runs fast. <laughs> uh, he runs down the hallway and turns a corner. And he's going to roll with Sneaky to try and hide from you guys. So you're going to have to find him first before you can begin attacking him. He gets... that's not amazing. That is a three. He's got one fate point left. He can do a lot better than three is the thing. Yeah, we're going to spend the final fate point to invoke his broken ankle. <laughs> um, he is running and he, you hear a tripping noise, but at the same time, you hear a clattering noise coming from a different direction. He's thrown something to try and knock you off the scent. Uh, is he coming from the direction where you heard the tripping noise or the direction where you heard the other tripping noise? <laughs> He's got five sneaky and we're going to pass it over to Dr. Bobblehead, I think. He cannot escape from the bobblehead mutt. And I, I push the button on my watch, and then the, the bobblehead that is on top of the, the car, the car's uh, hood, like, retracts, and the bobblehead you see is attacked to a robotic, like, dog body, and he jumps out. Oh, my gosh. And starts start looking for the starts looking for Bond. Incredible. Okay, that sounds clever to me. Okay. Ah! Um, I use... Orange on a toothpick, and and uh, because his head is like bigger, it's got a bigger brain, it'll be able to help out better, so I can reroll that. All right. Um, ah, same roll. Um, foiled again. Uh, plus two. Plus two. Oof. That is. So he succeeds with style on his defend at this point, and when that happens, your opponent doesn't get what they want, and you gain a boost. The boost I'm going to give him is really well hidden. <laughs> so the mutt is like it goes in one of the two directions where it heard the sound and when it comes back you see it's got a bucket of fried chicken in its mouth. <laughs> James Bond threw fried chicken to make a distraction. <laughs> what a dastardly man. Dastardly man. How did he do that? Where did he get that? <laughs> Pocket fried chicken. <laughs> ah, well at least bring me over some chicken because I'm really hungry right now. I need protein before my brain can function at its highest capabilities. Bobblehead hungies. <laughs> and out of character, that sounds awesome right now. Word. It does. Uh, Dr. Bobblehead, who do you want to go next? Jaws, I believe in you. This is what you are made for, was to kill James Bond. Hmm. I'm inspiring you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's inspiring because he said it's inspiring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill James Bond. That's just, that's my action. I kill James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kill James Bond. That sounds forceful to me. I chase after him and kill him. <laughs> you win. We did it. All right. We got it. <laughs> All right. So you got to find him. Is there a way that you can forcefully find him, do you think? Probably not. Uh, I can. I need to find a way that isn't cleverly finding him. That's all I need. I can think of a way to find him forcefully if you want it. How? 
Start tearing the walls down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, break the walls. I'll just start sprinting through walls. Okay, I'll start sprinting through walls. That's my action. <laughs> I inspired him to be a juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> that is a three. Ooh, you had to beat his five. I'll save I'll save my fate points. All right. At least I get to charge through some walls and look kind of cool. Yeah, you charge through a whole bunch of walls and you get to the other side. And uh, there wasn't a James Bond there, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, but you do find another bucket of fried chicken. He he made a whole bunch of distractions. <laughs> Ooh, I, I bite that. <laughs> go, go, gadget distraction chicken. Sorry, I freeze up if there isn't something directly in front of me to punch. Uh, so. <laughs> or bite. <laughs> All right. And I believe Dr. Manhattan's the only one left in this round. I'm going to combat bird with bird. That's right. I, I send a, uh, I fire my turkey ray. Turkey ray. What is that? <laughs> I do ask that. Turns any inanimate object into a fully cooked turkey. It does taste like whatever it used to be, though. Still in experimental stages. Yeah, it's got a lot to work on. But I kind of like it being gross because I am evil. All right, now I'm trying to... (laughs) I'm using this on the walls with the intention of finding Bond. Yeah, you're graffitiing the the walls with turkey. Yeah. Graffitiing the walls into turkey. We we can justify flashy for that. Cool, cool. Okay. (laughs) Turkey raise. Oh my gosh, I got a five. A five? All right, yeah. You shoot one of the pillars and it turns into a turkey and it falls into the hands of a very surprised looking James Bond. (laughs) I got you, Bond. All right, we're at the top of the next round. He's distracted by the turkey. Jaws, bite him. <laughs> I grab his head and squeeze. Bite him. Sounds forceful to me. He's he's going to try and block it with his muscly hands. Forcefully. Plus three. He also got a plus three. Oh! I will invoke all brawn, no brain to re-roll. Re-roll. Nice. Biscuit for the biscuit. Yeah. Pulling a Christian. A biscuit on the side of that bucket of fried chicken. That's the same thing. Ooh. It is a Christian. <laughs> no, it'd be lower if it was a Christian. Got any more fate points? I have one more. Add it. Add it. Okay. I'm going to use my gadget. The Scramblinator? Or, no, no, no. My Great White Bite. Yeah. And since his head is just, since his skull is too thick, I'm going to just expose the neck ah! like Jaws does and go in for the bite. All right. And you're going to add plus two to your result? Yeah. So five. Okay. Bond is out of fate points. He has one stress box left, but he can absorb both of those by taking a level six consequence. (laughs) The level six consequence is going to be arterial spray. (laughs) He's bleeding out. Gross. You have a lot of blood. Better than oil. You've had a whole lot of oil in your mouth and on your face. (laughs) Sorry, Jaws. Sorry about that. All right. He has one stress left. Jaws, you're at the top of the round. Who do you want to go next? Who should get the kill? Well, he did cut at Whole Foods. He did do that. I hated that. So uh, (laughs) Dr. Manhattan, I guess. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go up to him and say, my lettuce was soggy when I got home. You think it's cool to cut people? Well, cut this. And I get out some dull-looking scissors. Ooh. <laughs> but they do reflect the light, so I'm hoping that's still flashy. Some dull-looking scissors for flashy. Yeah. Hmm. I, I can go with careful, I think. Okay, fair. Die, Bond! Uh, four. All right, he's going to try and dodge. 
He also gets a four. I'm gonna invoke a fate point uh, to add. Now hear my tragic backstory. <laughs> I had such a tummy ache that day, Bob. You can't even imagine. I'm just gonna unload on him. My dog peed on my shoes, and I didn't even notice until I put them on. Can you imagine? First thing in the morning, you're starting your evil day, and you step right into pee. That's how my day started, and you know how it ended. With you, Bond. With you. Cutting me at the Whole Foods. <laughs> and um, I'm assuming he's going to give up because he doesn't want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you add plus two to your result? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. And you hold the scissors up to James Bond, and not wanting to die by blunt scissors, <laughs> he gives up the ghost before you. <laughs> I waggle some blunt scissors at him, and that's how he died. James Bond, his head lolls back, and as it does, you hear clapping coming from further off in the complex. Ah. And you see, turning one of the corners around a pillar, Dame Judy Dench. No! Dame Judy Dench? I'm such a fan! <laughs> and she says, That bond has been a thorn in the side of our organization for longer than I can remember. And finally, we are rid of him, and for that I thank you. But also, you are villains, so this is where you must die. Oh no! And she opens up the door of the Buick and steps in, and you hear the locks shut behind her, and she says... Better get out of here before the place explodes. <laughs> she pulls out a, a controller and pushes a big red button on it, and you hear the entire construction start to rattle and shake around you. Wait, wait. Is she in her own Buick or in the Buick, like, with us? She's in the bobblehead Buick. She's still in your car. Hey! What? Is that's Dave our car! Judy Dench has been playing too much Grand Theft Auto! You cannot steal that! We own that! <laughs> you have to obey the laws! You are the good guys! What? I am commandeering this Buick in the name of the queen. Wait, in, in the name of the king. Wait a second. Can I use big red button to pop the wheels? Ooh, yeah, this this is your car. Well, it's uh, Dr. Bobblehead's car, but I I'm mean- I'm sorry, Dr. Bobblehead. I had to tinker with it. I I have a button for popping the wheels just in case. I I didn't know you that well before What are you this. doing with all my stuff first? The marbles in the Zeppelin and I'm now you evil. have- I don't trust people. This is the last time I have another doctor on my mission. Just hit the button. I get it, but also beep. And all the tires all pop right as she's about to drive up the wall and uh, the car... She, she's like trying to shift it into reverse, then trying to shift it into forward. Nothing's working. So she scowls and leaps out and grabs the ladder and starts climbing up it. No, you don't. I, is, whose turn is it? Uh, yeah, so it was Dr. Manhattan. That means we have Dr. Bobblehead and uh, I guess Dame Judy Dench is taking James Bond's spot in the initiative, so. Uh, Bobblehead, do something. All right. I, I already broke your car. I, I push a button on my watch and I say, blow the hole to this position. And I um, have my, my Zeppelin blow a hole through the, like, through laser through to draw, like, a hole for us to get out of. All right. Roll to overcome with clever. Oh, the clever. That is a plus four. Plus four. Very nice. You hear a sort of whirring noise from above you, and you look up and you see the ceiling is starting to glow red hot, and a laser busts through, cuts a hole in the ceiling above you, so you have a chute by which you can escape. How do you escape through this chute? Well, it's not my turn. I wanted to fly out. Um, oh, I guess that means it's Dame Judy Dench's turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dame Judy Dench looks over at what you've done, 
and she's like, oh, two can play at that game. And she pulls out <laughs> a communicator and she phones up to the BBC blimp. <laughs> it's time to get our revenge on these jokers. That's what you think. <laughs> BBC two blimp. Oh, crap. They two have two of them. Drop the plug on their operation. <laughs> uh, we're going to roll to overcome with, I think, Flashy to try and command their respect. That is a plus three. You hear a whistling noise coming from up above. And with a big bloomp, you look up and see a giant plug has like a tub plug, a bathtub plug Aww. has landed in the top of the chute above you. Nine. Oh. She is prepared for everything. Uh, we're going to turn it back over to Jaws at this point, let's say. What's, what was the plug made out of? It's made out of rubber try and chew through it. <laughs> I mean, Jaws can bite through a one and a half inch steel cable. I think we can handle some rubber here. Yeah. Plus three. Plus three. All right. Yeah. You start chewing your way through and you manage to get like, it's kind of like you're tunneling through almost like a mole. <laughs> so you pop your head through and uh, you've made a hole, but you're kind of like trapped. Like you're kind of stuck within this rubber tube now almost, but you've made it out through to the other side. Uh, who would you like to go next? JP, you can go next. Okay. I am so grateful that we have taken out Bond, that we have completed our mission, but we are villains after all, so bye-bye. And I just take my my uh, helicopter and I fly away without everybody. Hey! Oh. Bubblehead! So you, there, there is the chute that uh, Dame Judy Gentry was climbing up the ladder. Yep. You just, like, fly out through the way you came? I just fly out. I just leave them there. Um, All right. That is for pumping my tires and giving, putting two tons of marbles on my blimp. I <laughs> accept that. <laughs> I can't fault you. And then the world will know that it was the genius of Dr. Bubblehead that took a bond. But I monologued at him about the thing he did, so I held. <laughs> uh, would you like Dr. Manhattan or... Judy Dench to go next. I'll give it to Dr. Manhattan. Okay. You! <laughs> Good guy, lady. You're not gonna leave here alive and neither am I. <laughs> uh, I am going to chase after her and try to handcuff her to me. <laughs> Alright. Uh, roll to overcome with, I think, forceful to try and tackle her to get the handcuffs on. I'm gonna tell you my backstory. <laughs> uh, I got a three. Oh, she only got a plus one. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah, you handcuff yourself to Judy Tension. She's, like, trying to kick at your face, like, I don't care about the Whole Foods. I just want to get out of here. Nope. <laughs> this is our tomb. Sorry. I've decided you and I die here today, lady. <laughs> it seems too complicated to get out of here, and I'm taking you with me. <laughs> this plan is going according to yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I guess she's the only one who hasn't gone left, so she's gonna try and pull you out up the long, up the chute with her. No, we're staying. You're hanging off her, just completely dead weight. <laughs> no. She's going to roll to overcome with forceful. <laughs> she does get a flat zero, so she's like trying to pull herself up. You're just like holding her in gridlock. <laughs> I don't think so. She's going to pass it over to <laughs> Jaws now. Uh, you can see Dr. Bobblehead flying up towards his Zeppelin. The complex is continuing to shake and rattle, and you can hear a whining noise that is increasing. And Dr. Manhattan, while you're still down under there, you can see like panels starting to fall off of the walls <laughs> as uh, this place is getting ready to blow. Uh, Jaws, what would you like to do? Oh, boy. Uh, I guess... 
just keep tunneling? All right. Tunneling and praying my tunnel doesn't collapse on top of me? Roll to overcome with forceful to squeeze yourself out through this tunnel. I have to say, I like that this is the James Bond campaign and the other guys have been coming up with endless gadgets and I've just been bite. <laughs> Very on brand. Uh, plus two. Plus two. All right. Yeah. You managed to pull your way out through this plug. You are on the surface. You feel the ground shaking beneath you. Dr. Bobblehead uh, flying up towards the blimp on his little helicopter thing. How, how high up am I? Uh, let me do some math. I want to offer Dr. Manhattan my hand. Oh. Can I reach him? Okay, yeah. If you rush over, you can see that uh, Dame Judy Dench <laughs> is still about 30 feet down from where you are. No! Uh, with Dr. <laughs> Manhattan hanging off of her. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I think the rest of my tunneling was my turn, so hopefully we last one more turn and maybe I can save you, Dr. Manhattan. No! <laughs> All right, we're still at the top of the round. Jaws, who would you like to go next? Uh, top of the round, eh? Uh, Judy Dench. All right. She clicks a button and says, I don't have time for this nonsense. Rocket boosters activate. And she's going to uh, try and jetpack her way out of the tunnel. Plus four. No. Dr. Manhattan, you feel yourself being lifted up at rapid speed out of the chute, still like clinging onto her foot. Oh, yeah. She, she goes shooting off in the direction of Dr. Bobblehead. Uh, she's got a bone to pick with that orange on a toothpick. Uh, let's pass it over to Dr. Manhattan. You are hanging off of a flying woman. <laughs> I've made all my dream become a reality by killing Bond. And now, <laughs> my last big red button. <laughs> so I'm going to pull out my next big red button, <laughs> press it, and then self-destruct. Oh, boy. <laughs> with the intention of taking Dame Judy Dench with me. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, if you time this just right, you might be able to get Dr. Bobblehead in the radius as well. Uh, I'm not that mad at him. I get it. I'm evil. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to... Hmm. Let's see. Dame Judy Dench definitely wants him to go out, though. She's going to, like, try and... Uh, I mean, she's already gone, but she's going to... She's, like, already fine. She's trying to angle yourselves towards Dr. Bobblehead. Uh, do you want to, like, actively try and not blow up Dr. Bobblehead? I No, I don't care either way. I'm impartial. Okay. <laughs> Hate is not the opposite of love. Ambivalence is the opposite of love. <laughs> right! Okay. So, I mean, you're using your big red button. You're using your stunt. I'm going. I know it's not her turn, but I'm going to roll for Dame Judy Dench to see if she can angle it just right. This is her last hurrah, and she gets a plus one. Okay, flying towards Doctor Bobblehead. Uh, Doctor Bobblehead, do you want to try and defend in any way before <laughs> this thing blows? Yes. I at this moment I pull out my watch and I say, release the beep 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 the big Bobblehead bomb, <laughs> and I have the the Zeppelin drop a giant bobblehead bomb on our location to, to get everybody. I was going to do that. <laughs> Some mutually assured destruction here. But <laughs> I, I, I also tried to make sure that it doesn't get me. So make sure. Okay, so uh, anybody who would like to try and dodge, uh, how would you like to try and dodge? I don't care. I'll take it. All right. I think I'm halfway through blowing myself up anyway. So. All right. Whatever. Dame Judy Dench is determined to get uh, Dr. Bobblehead in this explosion. <laughs> so, Dr. Bobblehead, you're going to have to dodge the big bobblehead bomb and Dr. Manhattan's self-destruct. So we're, I think we're going to need two rolls from you. Okay. So first to dodge the big 
head bomb. How would you like to try and do that? Um, I activate. I get my my hat. Like the propellers go back into the hat, and then now uh, another thing shoots out. And it's like two rockets on either side to make me go faster. <laughs> okay, roll to overcome with quick. I think ah. to go fast. Quick. Not to go fast. Not very quick. <laughs> Outrun the pain. Um, I use a fate point and add, so I got a plus two, and I'm gonna use orange on a toothpick because my my head is faster than my body. All right. It's just my body's so small. It's just like. Okay. Faster. So what'd you end up with? Plus two. Plus two. All right. So you dodge out of the way of Dame Judy Dench and Dr. Manhattan <laughs> as a conflagration of blue astrophysicist energy consumes <laughs> both of them midair. But now you still got to dodge your own bomb. Okay. And I think we're going to go quick with that one, too. I got a plus one right now. Yeah, I'm going to use my last face point, and I'm going to say it is Dr. Yes and... And I use all my my doctor's abilities to dodge out of the thing. And I'm just like, ha ha, I know how to dodge my own bombs. All right. What do you end up with? Plus three. Plus three. I'm going to roll to see how immense the explosion of this bomb is going to be. Oh no, my bombs are always really big. <laughs> it is really big. That's a plus five. Ah! Okay. And uh, Jaws, would you like to try and dodge the blast of this bomb? Uh, Yeah. Okay, how do you want to get out of the way? Um, I I will just hold up my arm and just block the force of the blast with sheer <laughs> plot armor. All right. He's, he's survived worse. His suit is made out of plot armor. Roll to overcome with forceful. Plus four. Plus four. Okay, against a plus five. Dr. Manhattan a plus three. No, Dr. Dr. Bobblehead. Dr. Manhattan's already dead. Dr. Bobblehead <sighs> a plus three against a plus five. So... As this final eruption goes off, shooting clouds of debris into the sky, the offshore oil rig catching a flame as well, <laughs> shooting jets of flame from the middle of the ocean. It's absolute carnage, absolute mayhem. Um, I mean, you guys didn't dodge the bomb, so... <laughs> We went out with a bang, as it were. <laughs> went out with a bang. Are we Are we in evil he heaven together? Evil heaven? Did we all go to evil heaven? <laughs> uh, Dr. Evil is watching the explosion from his egg out in space, and he goes, well, glad I got out of that situation while I could. <laughs> uh, cut to evil heaven, where the three of you <laughs> are hanging out by the evil uh, pool, I suppose. Oh, man, I'm sipping on an evil mojito, thinking about all my evil deeds when I was alive. You guys, we really had a good last day on her. Yeah, we did take out the bond. So, as well that ends well. I wish my girlfriend had been human so she could be here with us. Um, me too. <laughs> James Bond sits down next to you with a vodka martini shaken, not stirred. <laughs> you know, I wish that all of my girlfriends had been evil too. But I think bond, you cannot sit with us. You cannot sit here with yes. us. Bond, this seat has been taken. Find another table. Go. Fine. <laughs> and he gets up looking very disgruntled and walks over towards where uh, Scaramanga is hanging out. And Scaramanga's got his golden gun and he's just like shooting doves out of the sky with it. <laughs> Evil doves. <laughs> Evil doves. Well, <laughs> this is our happy ending, boys. <laughs> Another day in Evil Paradise. <laughs> back on Earth, Harry Styles is still up in your blimp. <laughs> 
doing a live TikTok like, well, that's a pretty cool explosion. I think I'm trapped here for the rest of my life now, isn't it? <laughs> I haven't seen my producers in a while. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to conclude our story <laughs> of Bond Must Die. And then roll credits, and at the very end, Bond will return. <laughs> he will oh man well <laughs> bond did die so did everybody else i'm just laughing at bond being an evil heaven <laughs> <laughs> oh man well everybody uh this ended up being appropriately unhinged by the end there i would say <laughs> Thanks for coming along for the ride with us. Oh, man. I, I will admit, there's part of me that wishes Jaws would have managed to survive. The only surviving person, as always. But the dice do what the dice do. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to Improv Tabletop. And we'll be back next month with more adventures in a brand new setting, which uh, I'm probably going to hop on the Discord right now and uh, start getting that figured out for our next campaign. And if you want more, if you want to figure out what that next setting is going to be, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as... I mean, nobody's happy in this situation. We <laughs> all went to bad guy heaven, so we're good. Yeah. We'd be as happy as Dr. Evil, who got out of that situation. <laughs> yes, we would be as happy as Dr. Evil, the one surviving Bond villain. So you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us there, maybe you want to talk with JP about who he thinks the next Bond is going to be. Don't be afraid to reach out. <laughs> now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. And today we're shouting out Sarah Martin, Stuttering GM, and Tetra Slash. I like all those guys. Those are pretty cool guys. Uh, Connor, would you like to give a shout out to Sarah Martin, who is definitely not in the same room with you as you are recording? Yes. Um, shout out to Sarah Martin, who uh, <laughs> was actually the paramedic who rescued Harry Styles from the blimp a month later, <laughs> a month after the events. <laughs> Great paramedic. Yeah. And also Stuttering GM and Tetra Slash, 
who uh, headed the expedition to find where he was because that blimp, <laughs> I think, did have a cloaking device on it. Uh, so it took a long time to find Dr. Bobblehead's blimp, especially because there's no pilot on it. Like, Larry, Harry Styles is literally just hanging out on this blimp by himself, trapped in a cage, uh, waiting for, them, for it to be found. Uh, but congratulations to Stuttering GM and Tetra Slash for finding him and to Sarah Martin for making sure that he did not die. <laughs> we'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week, and if you, dear listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improv tabletop, where you can also get things like Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more, such as our current ongoing patron-exclusive campaign, Miceborn! Which uh, we definitely have started recording already at the time that we are recording this. Yes, we have. It's so good. Everyone likes it. Uh, check it out. <laughs> Everybody loves it. And it's going to be wonderful. Time shenanigans. Time shenanigans. Time shenanigans. Whatever the case, now let's do a round of plugs. JP, would you like to take that this time around? Yeah. Go listen to iCast Fireball, our sister podcast. They're pretty great. They, they have been um, a big sponsor of all the special effects that happen in our campaigns <laughs> for this spe campaign specifically. They deserve the shout out. All the fire supplied by Fleeple, the Kobold Druid. Yep. Thank you, Kobold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were all behind the scenes doing it. And then I would say go watch some James Bond and then uh, tell me who's your favorite James Bond. Mine is Daniel Craig, but I also say justice to Timothy Dalton. I like mm. Timothy Dalton. Mm. Pierce Brosnan's okay. I love GoldenEye. Sean Connery, he's a classic, but he is problematic. Um, and then Roger Moore is pretty great, too. What about George Lazenby? He's there. Uh, he deserves that one movie, and then no one watches it ever again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I will say, after having started watching the James Bond movies for this campaign, I'm going to keep watching them. They're just good movies. Just entertaining. They are fun. They are entertaining. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us here in the world of Bond Must Die. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Connor Wood, sipping on my ties in villain heaven. Evan Peterson, drinking straight vodka while looking <laughs> at a picture of my dead android girlfriend in evil heaven. <laughs> Justin Porter, a.k.a. JP, and I have a, a built-in human inflatable device in my head, so I'm good to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. I got the we are farmers. That guy seems pretty trustworthy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean J.K. Simmons. You can't uh, you can't fault that. <laughs> When's J.K. Simmons going to be a Bond villain? That would be phenomenal. That would be sick. I could see him in any James Bond movie playing any part. It's pretty great. He's going to be the next Bond. He's going to be the next Bond. <laughs> if any listeners want to debate who the next Bond is, I have my ideas.